Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... A la Depeche Mode. A la Depeche Mode? Yes. A la, is that like a la mode? A la mode, but with Depeche. <laughs> Depeche in it. Whatever that means. I don't know. <laughs> so, just like Depeche Mode. Just like Depeche Mode, they have no idea what their band name means. <laughs> I'm sure they do, but we don't. Because um, we don't speak French. I would imagine it's a French word, right? Sure. Maybe. Are you looking up what Depeche means? I know, I'm looking at what a la mode uh, A la mode means. means. All right, well, while you're doing that, <laughs> I'll, um, I'll just say that uh, Cameron Lead Pogonologist gave us that title on Twitter. They got in touch with us on Twitter, at Life's a Pitch Show. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast to give us, give us titles there so we can pitch these movies that yes. we're about to do. Food movies, that food is. Food movies, yes. And and, and food movies, they're, they're not common. I think a lot of people are like, when mm. you say, it's like, it's not a genre. Food no. movies aren't a genre. They are a, they're a theme in a lot of genres, but yeah. they aren't a genre. You, you rarely find a movie that's based around food. Like you, you find movies that are like, yeah, you can, you can, you, you, you they, they, I would say you're right. They're they're rare, mm. but they are there. And then there are lots of heavy food themes in other movies as well. Yeah, um, I, but, I would say like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yep. Food fight. Yeah. Um, Chocolat. Chocolat. Um, yeah. You've got uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah. Um, like uh, any movie in which that like someone's like a chef trying mm. to do chef that be the best chef. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's one of them. Where a, where a mouse is trying to be a rat to be a to be a, a chef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a, he is a rat. He's oh. already managed that one. All oh, right. Was that in the in the first one? He's, he's called Remy the Rat. All yeah. oh, right. No, yeah, oh, yeah. That was in the first one, not Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille. With the TWO I, sequel. I want to be a rat. <laughs> yeah, I want to be a rat. Yeah. The mouse becomes a rat. Yeah. And then in Ratatouille, he's already a rat, and he wants to be the best chef. And then in Ratatouille, he goes to space. Yes, he goes off to space to show the aliens how it's done. There we go. <laughs> Um, so uh, I, I remember Gordon Ramsay voicing uh, the aliens. Yeah, the aliens, that. all yeah. of them, all yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Cameron, for that title. What we'll do is we'll move on to some hors d'oeuvreable mentions. Sure, why not? Let's, let's <laughs> that was let's, uh, an aperitif of mentions. <laughs> that might be the best one I've ever done. Sure, yeah, I, uh, I agree. <laughs> so this is the honourable mentions part of the podcast where we pitch some movies. More titles people have given us. Do some trailers, shall we, before yes. we move on to the main feature. Yeah, you can think of these as the first two courses, which are like, you know, a tiny square on a big plate that's got a little bit of drizzle all over it, uh, before you move on to the main course, which is also a slightly bigger square on a big plate with a tiny drizzle all over it. You've been to a Michelin star restaurant before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so from all the webs of stage, we've got... I buried my recipe on Treasure Island. I buried my tre- recipe on Treasure Island. Okay. I love how this is implying that this isn't just any island. This yeah. is the Treasure Island from, from Treasure Island. the Treasure Island novel. Yes. Uh, starring... Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog, yeah. yeah. And Miss Piggy. Yeah. And 
comedian Kevin Bishop. <laughs> stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedian Kevin, Kevin Bishop. Bishop. I don't think he ever did stand-up. I think he just did sketch stuff. Did he? Yeah. He just, sure. did, he just did comedic acting. Oh, oh well, there you go. Well, we've got Kevin Bishop in this. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going back to the 90s. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the UK only. <laughs> no, it wasn't just people in the UK who saw the Muppets Treasure Island. Mm. Everyone knows who Kevin Bishop is if, if we tell them that it's the kid from, from Muppets Treasure Island. Island. And nothing else. Either way, yeah. he's in this. He's in this. Yeah, yeah we're casting... We've unfortunately cast him, I suppose. Well, yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's on our payroll. <laughs> <laughs> so, point being, what recipe is this that's been left on the Treasure Island? And, and, and is this going to be a pirate movie? Or is this going to be a... Um, uh, is, is this going to be more about the food? I, I, I think... It is a pseudo sequel okay. to Muppet Treasure Island, All right. in which it's got the Muppets in. Yeah, and it stars Kevin Bishop, right, and his sidekick, the Swedish Chef. Okay, from the Muppets. Good, yeah. I like so, this. so it, it's it's like it's like the Muppet Show. Yeah, as in like it's backstage shit. Okay, like they're doing goofs behind. The, it's 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 like they return to the set of. Okay, Muppet so, Treasure Island. Okay, yes. Yeah, so this is like a this is like uh, Kevin Bishop is like it's almost like a kind of friends reunion, right? They all come together. <laughs> yeah, and they're talking, and him and Swedish Chef are like, "Oh, do you remember when? I just remember you always used to make that that what was the Swedish Chef? that amazing pie that meatball pie you used to make amazing meatball pie it's like oh. he's like what what was that? Uh, you you can't remember how to make it? Ah, oh, come on! I left the recipe on Treasure Island. <laughs> <laughs> subtitles come down. And... No, 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 he says it. Oh, he, yeah. he, <laughs> that's how he speaks. I in... left the recipe <laughs> on Treasure Island. It's like, you know that bit on Life of Brian where they're, uh, Terry Gilliam and Eric Idle are like, he, 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 he's, he's mad, sir. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then when, when the troops move away, it's like, so how are you? You're right. <laughs> like, it's like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like Swedish chef can talk normally. Yeah. He just chooses, chooses not, not to. to. Yeah. <laughs> I love. So now, Kevin, uh, that was a long time ago, and you were but a boy, and I'm afraid I left the recipe on the set to Treasure Island. I will now go back to my regular speaking voice. As, as someone's no, coming in. Someone's coming in, <laughs> and there's no plot relevance. There's no. There's no more plot to be discussed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as, as, the, as the camera as the camera and the crew all come into the room yeah starts like... hurling cabbages around <laughs> and uh, not a lot of people know this but they actually shot Muppet Treasure Island on a desert island somewhere they yep. they they actually took the Muppets yep. on a boat yep on a pirate boat on a, on a, that, that was like a full journey they did the actual they did the actual route through the Caribbean yeah they shot it like Jaws yeah, it was all all sort of in in sequence. There, they got on the boat, they went to Treasure Island, and then that, I forgot how it ends. They just <laughs> just go back on the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get the treasure. Yeah, they they tie Long John Silver up. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Long John Silver gets away, doesn't he? Yeah, and then, yeah. and then in the middle of the night, Long John Silver somehow for a man incredibly stealthily for a man with a peg leg. Mm. 
sneaks out of prison, gets all the treasure, piles it all into a rowboat, yeah. and starts rowing away. Yeah. And um, then sinks on a rowboat. Yeah, but that's on Treasure. I I don't think that. I think he just it, it, Treasure Island's in the background, isn't yeah. it? And he's he's like, oh, I could probably swim over there. Yeah, I think I think on the, in the actual book, he he rowboats away and Jim you never lets see him, him again. Go. Yeah, yeah, but in. Um, Muppet's Treasure Island, which is the important canon here. Yeah, yeah. The boat is leaky and will sink. It's it's more well known the the actual book. Yeah. Um, because it's better. Yeah. It's it's sure. a movie adaptation that's better <laughs> than the book. So anyway, like yeah, there's. <laughs> I just realised. Yeah. So we. I, I just realized where you were going, I think, with this, mm. which is to say they take this journey back to, to Treasure Island only to find an ancient Tim Curry yeah. waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Tim. <laughs> and he's just there and he's like, oh, hi. Hi, lads. I uh, come on, I'll show you. I'll show you where I'm living. And 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 he's like, he's got. There's loads of Muppets already there. Yeah, they're all enjoying a, a, a resort that that he's mm, created of course. with a restaurant at the centre of it. It's <laughs> famous for this meatball pie. I love how they turn up on this desert island, and the uh, Swedish chef and Kevin Bishop turn yeah. up in this on this rowboat and find like a. A fucking 50s, 60s, like, retro, futurist yeah, yeah. resort. It's a holiday resort. Yeah. yeah. And with, with on the top of the island is a rotating diner. Yeah. Like, one of the... <laughs> <laughs> and, and Tim Curry's in, like, a full suit with a peg leg. Yeah. But he's... <laughs> he's, got, he's still got the, the hat on. Yeah. But he's got <laughs> a full bandana. suit. And then, uh, yeah. He's still got the bandana on, but then the uh, then then a full suit and a peg. Well, of course, he was able to build that resort. He's got all that money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he built a resort with that money, and uh, I, I think I think they've got to sort of sneak sneak into the vault. Yes, where he's got that recipe <laughs> that Swedish chef left on the island. I think it's a uh, uh, we get Kermit as a cameo. I yeah. think like and, and the rest of it the rest of the main Muppets crowd are just cameos <laughs> in this it's just Swedish Chef and Kevin Bishop yeah and uh, and yeah that they they sort of sneak in and I think uh, Tim Curry's sort of got them um, got them in like a quite a tense moment where it's like oh does he know that they're, they're there for that recipe or yeah. or does he not like yes um, and, and I think that um, when they're down there like when they eventually like sneak into the vault where the recipe is yeah and they to do so they've got to go down through the kitchens and that's when they realise that all this pie is being made by puppets from the cast like chained up puppets from the Muppets from the cast of uh, Treasure Island oh no all of who have come back to to try seeking that meatball meatball pie recipe pie recipe (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I, I I really enjoy the meatball pies, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I I just wanted to come back and get the recipe, see if uh, and and now I'm here in chains. What's going on? At which point, of course, how have they re- how have they found out about this meatball pie recipe, apart from 
the Swedish chef. The heel turn twist of a century. Oh, no. He's been leading them back here. He's been working with Tim Curry all Exactly. Along. And then oh. Kevin Bishop is left there down, down below. And I don't, <laughs> does he get out? We don't know. Yeah, he just, he's just like the door to the vault closes. The door to the kitchen closes. Tim Curry's like, I'm going to leave you on an ambiguous ending like you left me on. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. There yeah. you go. Right, so from Phil Walters, we've got the epic Bacon movie. The epic Bacon movie. Are we starring Kevin Bacon? As as an anthropomorphic cartoon bacon. Sure. Yeah. This All is right. like this is like the Minions movie. Okay. But, but instead of Minions, it's Bacon. So I what I want to do with this movie, mm. I, I don't know what's going to be in it. Yeah, but bacon. What, but the theme I want to have mm. is a it it wants to be a send up and rejection of bacon culture. Okay, I know, I know what you mean by bacon culture, but for anyone who doesn't, I bacon culture is whereby people define themselves by bacon, yeah. which is to say by the the fact that they like to eat meat is somehow. A part of their personality and and that like that's really 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 important to them yeah that they are oh, bacon ice the best oh, thing in the world oh, oh bacon. man i had i had a i had a meat stick the other day it was it was it was amazing and i put bacon on it i put oh with bacon bacon i got i got meat I got chicken. Imagine that, but with bacon. Ima- yeah, imagine with bacon. And then you've got barbecue sauce. But with bacon but in with that. bacon in that. You've got bacon in your mayonnaise. Yeah. Which is, a, it, like, on paper, it's a great idea. In actuality, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's fine. It's... Um, but, yeah, like, it, it, is, it is also, and uh, it, it's weird, but it's also the conflation of bacon and masculinity. Yeah. Somehow, it's like, you know, it, it, is, a, it is somehow a masculine thing it's, to like bacon. It's the easiest meat to cook. Yeah. Yeah. Why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. You know when it's done. Yeah. It takes two minutes yeah. tops. And you can pretend that, like, putting a different oil or uh, sprinkling a bit of chilli powder on it is, yeah. is, is oat cuisine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I kind of want this to be the epic bacon movie mm. to be kind of like um oh we co- we cooked like 400 pounds of bacon and then poured cheese over it and then put more bacon on top and then like it had that kind of like epic bacon culture sort of like uh it's it's uh, what's it what was that youtube channel called epic meal time yeah that yeah. it's 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 basically that it's basically it? that yeah yeah so <sighs> This is called the Epic Bacon Movie. Yeah. Okay. So um, we are going to have a group of influencers, mm. right? It's going to be an influencer-based thing where they're like getting they 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 cook up a bunch of bacon. Yeah. And then they, um, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think how they they're getting famous. For cooking bacon, yeah. and I was gonna try and explain why how that happens, but I don't know how that happens. 
I don't know how you get famous for cooking a bunch of bacon, but some people actually some did people, it in real life. Some people have done. Yeah, I, I think I think it's just well, the same way anyone gets famous. Just do it to ridiculous levels and get lucky. I guess is the and thing. yeah, and get lucky. Yeah, um, that's, that's the it's uh, a self help book <laughs> that we're do writing. It to, do, do it to ridiculous, ridiculous levels and get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like how to lose friends and alienate people. <laughs> um, so, the um, what I'm trying to say is like they they cook a bunch of bacon for for their YouTube audience. They love it, and it's just like just it beca- gets to a point where they're cooking like enormous like crates bales of bacon. Yeah, you know, like underarm fucking massive piles of the stuff mm. and they just chuck it there like all right we've got this bale of bacon we're gonna put it there we're gonna put a, a layer of pizza on it and then we're gonna put a, <laughs> a layer of pizza yeah it's just three pizzas stacked on top of each other and then we're gonna <laughs> and then we're gonna put a uh put another layer of bacon over that yeah and then uh, minced meat and then yep. and then chocolate sauce yeah um, for for the dessert part of the meal, yeah, and then someone, one of them comes comes around, and they're they're a bit more like sort of uh, they've been smoking too much weed, mm. of course, yeah, because um, that 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 also is a thing, yeah, that people define themselves, <laughs> yeah. Seth Rogen, he's been online, <laughs> of course, he's been online, and he's and he's and he's like, I've ordered this stuff. It calls itself Bacon Soul Essence. Cheese, <laughs> bacon soul essence. I thought like essence of bacon. Put that into cheese. We'll have bacon cheese, man. Yeah. Um, and then so they he, he like tips a whole jug in, but he doesn't realise that you're only supposed to use like two drops. Oh no! And so the whole thing starts lumbering towards them. <laughs> I don't know why. When I I do know why, but when you mentioned essence, I was like, is this is this made by the fucking scientist from? Uh, <laughs> The Dark Crystal. <laughs> Essence. Essence. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm thinking it was it, it's um uh what's his name uh James Hong in a in a oh, with a right. Fu Manchu in a, in a in a in a mysterious shop somewhere like a like a monkey's paw yeah this is um, a cursed this is a cursed object gremlins kind yeah. of thing yeah where he he, he he immediately feeds these gremlins after midnight exactly like, he, he, he pours goes... the whole jug in and um uh, and this thing grows legs big meaty legs yeah stands up does a big squat and then goes <laughs> tidy your room <laughs> what like at first that is not what I expected that to say at first they think it's going to try and kill them yeah but then they realise that it's telling them to do things yeah and then they realise that bacon is a replacement for their dad <laughs> This is like <laughs> this is like colossal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where this is this is how we make we make bacon into a metaphor. <laughs> the bacon so, is voiced by John Goodman, of course. Of course, yeah. Of course, one of the one of the best film dads of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's that's really good. That. Yeah. <laughs> and they they realize in the end, by the end of the movie that they don't need the bacon. Yeah. Like the the people who are watching them are watching them for their what they saw in their personalities in the first place. Yeah. Their humor, that sort of thing. They didn't need to define themselves by bacon. They were they could self-actualize. Mm. They were, didn't need to be tied to this to this like weird masculine uh, 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 machismo 
of of the meat and so yeah that and john goodman the bacon golem <laughs> teaches them that <laughs> and then at the end of the movie you just <clears throat> yeah. see him walk off into the sunset yeah yeah and just melt just, <laughs> and, just by the cooks. and be carried off by foxes <laughs> Goodbye, boys. Just... <laughs> I'm gonna get carried just, off by foxes. Rodents, yeah. <laughs> raccoons, foxes. As the credits roll, <laughs> you just see this mushy pile of bacon and pizza and cheese yeah. getting just like tugged on by birds. <sighs> <laughs> Fighting over it, a cougar comes in. Yeah. <laughs> Vultures, yeah, you know, just just animals. <laughs> and that's the end of that movie. That was the end of that movie. Uh, so thank you everyone who's given us titles this week. Remember, you can go to our social media: facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show to give us titles any time of the week. We do ask for uh, specific genres on Fridays. Um, and if you want to vote for the genre, uh, go to our Patreon page, which we'll bring up later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, though, what we'll do is we'll move on to our final major pitch, which is from Cameron, lead pogonologist. We've got a la Depeche Mode. A la Depeche Mode. So I looked up what a la Mode meant. Yeah. It means braised with wine, but it also <laughs> yeah. means of the moment, fashionable. Right. Right. Don't know what a hell Depeche means, though. I, I, I don't think Depeche Mode has been fashionable for the past like, 20 years. <laughs> no. So, a la Depeche Mode... I say 20 years as though it's 2000. Yeah. No, no. It's, it's, it's not. It's not, no. <laughs> 40. Actually, Depeche Mode have been sort of... They've had spikes. They, they, they keep popping up, don't they? Every now and again, They're yeah. like Daft Punk. Yeah. They just keep going, ah! <laughs> oh, here I am. Daft, Daft Punk. Yes. Nice. But Daft Punk, definitely gone now. Yeah, definitely, definitely gone. <laughs> One of them exploded <laughs> in the desert, Tom. That's quite insensitive for you to talk about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened to Daft Punk. <laughs> yeah. They, anyway, uh, we don't need to talk about Daft Punk at all. They don't need to be involved in this. A la Depeche Mode. Yes. <laughs> a la Depeche Mode. So is this going to be Depeche Mode's search for relevance as they start a... A high fashion uh, cooking, uh, like a high fashion restaurant. I picked this title, yeah. Full disclosure, because I know very little about Depeche Mode. I I know even less. You probably know even less. Yeah. Uh, I know a few songs. I've listened to a few albums. Are they the Love Will Tear Us Apart ones? No, oh. that's Joy Division. Joy Division. Which ones are the Depeche Mode ones? Depeche Mode is Enjoy the Silence. Don't know that. Um, right round, baby, right round. I know that. Um, just can't get enough. Just yeah. can't get enough. Yeah, I, 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 I think I know the one. Enough. Yeah, yeah. That's also done by the Saturdays. Oh, I was thinking of the Saturdays. You were, you were thinking of the Saturdays. I don't even know where they're from. I would assume they're from France. Although I think I may be thinking of Daft Punk. <laughs> First thing is Depeche Mode meaning. The translation yeah. is Fashion Dispatch. <laughs> right, Fashion Dispatch. Personal Jesus. Oh, of course. That's the big one. I knew there was one I was forgetting. Um, Made even better by Johnny Cash. I don't know any of the others. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Well, first off, we've got to decide who's who's deploying Depeche Mode. Who's deploying Depeche Mode? Depeche Mode, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, um, I mean, when I look at pictures of Depeche Mode, they look like they are a Mad Max gang. Really? Yeah, they got like open leather bomber jackets and and like you know dyed blonde hair. Yeah, like like bleach blonde hair. Yeah, they they do look like a a Mad Max gang. So I think this is a biopic of Depeche Mode. Right, but we don't know anything about Depeche Mode, Tom. Shh. <laughs> Shh. Neither does the audience yet. Right. <laughs> I don't know a thing about Johnny Cash before I watched uh, Walk the Line. Okay, so I, I understand. Okay, so <laughs> but now I know a lot about Johnny Cash. Right, that may well have been made up. So we've got a teenage Tom Felton. Yeah. So like, no, not like a teenage. You know, like a late teen Tom Felton. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, let's go with Tom Felton now. Tom Felton, the guy who played Malfoy. Yeah. 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 Tom Felton is going to be the front and centre of this. Yeah. And he's working in um, the back of a burger joint. Okay. Um, and they are in Stoke. Yeah. That's where they're from. <laughs> Stoke um, on Trent. Yeah, Stoke yeah. on Trent. That's where the Pesh Mode are from. Just around the corner from us, I think. Yes, it is. It? Yeah. Just, just um, over the hills. Stoke on Trent. Uh, historic Stoke on Trent. Yeah. Uh, historic city on the River Trent. Yes. <laughs> Um, so Tom Felton's making making burgers yes. at uh, like a fast food yeah. restaurant, and he's singing to himself, and it's, it's, it's you know he's he's pretty much hating his life, but he, he you know he's he gets out early, mm. right, leaving because he's like uh, last three burgers are ready, and then he ding he, ding, and then he, but he knows that the old man who runs the front of the burger joint ne- he's too slow on his feet to get back to the kitchen before because the burgers aren't ready mm. but he knows they're gonna he does the last flip and then he's like alright I'm off he's yeah. got he's got his bag on he's got his bike waiting outside <laughs> his bag with his uh, with his keyboard in yeah. keyboard sized bag he's off cycling to to band practice yeah and uh, and and like he he well not yet I think they're gonna not form yet. the band in okay. this right so he gets on his bike and he goes goes off to the thing he's like did you leave the burgers on the on, on the on the grill again says his mate and he's like oh. yeah but old old Pete isn't gonna does it old Pete takes exactly four minutes to get from the front to go and get the burgers so yeah. by the time he gets there the last three burgers will be done and I'm guessing this place is burned down. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like, it's, it's his Pete, own... Old Pete had a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, he had a heart attack. Too many burgers. Yeah. Too many burgers. That's all he ate. Yeah. Burgers. And he had a heart attack. And... But this is this is kind of like, we're, we're characterising Tom Felton's character here. Yeah. Um, who is uh, uh, Ryan... Lumbus, who is of course the main, the lead singer of Depeche, Mode. as we all know, as, as Ryan all... Lumbus. Yes, um, and uh, and he, um, uh, we're characterising him as a person who kind of doesn't really give a shit. He's, yeah, he's, he cares about like he cares about it, he he says he cares about food, mm. but like he lives know, life in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like. Yeah, he cares about it. like he's he's done college courses on food yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and cookery and stuff. So he's he's a pretty good chef. Yeah, he just doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care when he, when he, all he managed to do when he, he got out of college, mm. did a lo- load of like um, he he's worked with a load of let's say his like aunt was a chef. Yeah, right. 
and worked worked under her for quite a while and then got went to college for it mm. got out of college and all he could find was like a fast food job at old pete's yeah he's, he feels like he's wasting his time yeah old pete this old man in dungarees most yeah. of the time yeah, just yeah. dungarees yeah and, uh, and everyone there because they love old pete they love his stories yeah uh about about the war yeah uh, which war? No one's the war. No, he, he keeps mentioning. He keeps mentioning Spitfires. <laughs> yeah. He also mentions but, the you, Viet Cong. But uh, we don't he, know if he's talking about Reginald Spitfire Mitchell, of course, one of the key historical figures of Stoke-on-Trent. Yeah. Or like, well, this is the thing. He mentions Spitfires. He mentions that guy. Yeah. Viet Cong. Um, brown coats. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just yeah, like, yeah. Or, Josiah Wedgwood. Yeah. <laughs> Cavaliers. Yeah. Like, we're just like, what war is he talking about? Yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He mentioned he name checks Sharp the- as one of his best mates. <laughs> <laughs> he also mentions uh, Zeta 9 at some point. <laughs> it's like, who is this old man? <laughs> the answer being. <laughs> An old man who watches a lot of TV and yeah. just thinks he's in it. Maybe. Maybe that, that, that is the twist. That is the twist. But up, in, up until that's revealed in the end of the movie, in the climax... I, I just love the idea of, a, of an old man who tells stories as if he was there. He yeah. Tells, tells TV, about TV shows as if he was there. The thing is, though, right, these shows haven't aired yet. Yeah, <laughs> All right, yeah, because we're in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. in the uh, we're in the oh seventies, I think. If it's like kid Depeche. Mode, oh yeah, it's true, true, true. The Depeche Mode babies. All right. Anyway, is is mates, and I've forgotten what the. Oh, it's like Jack Dumbus. Jack Dumbus. So we got, sure. Uh, we got um. Weichel. Weichel. Uh... <laughs> you've just taken the M and flipped it. Yeah, he's the opposite of a guy called Michael. <laughs> Is Michael left Leftstein? <laughs> Michael Leftstein. We've yeah. got um, <laughs> Jiminy Fubbins. Jiminy Fubbins and yeah. Josiah Wedgwood. And Josiah Wedgwood. Yeah. yeah, there we go. So that that is what will be Depeche, That's Depeche Mode. Mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, like, the thing about Depeche Mode is as well, they can all play each other's instruments. So each gig, you yeah. never know who's going to be singing, yeah. who's going to be on drums. That's true. Yeah, it's like a slot machine. Yes. Well, that we'll find out that later. Yeah. But I- immediately, what happens is they're like, oh, they've they've all just got off work. Yeah. They they're just messing around on bikes and stuff, mm. and then they see the smoke on the horizon. They realise that old Pete's has burned down. Yeah. Two of them haven't got a job anymore because one of them waits tables. Yeah. Um, and so they don't know what they're going to do. Mm. And then Jack Fubbins, or whatever his name was, yeah. says, well, listen, I'm going to make the the coolest, swinginest restaurant in, in the whole world. Yeah. You, you, just you see. Just you wait and see. Yeah. And, but they, they are also kind of blaming him for leaving the, the burgers on again. Of course. Um, and so, like, he's like, you... And he breaks off from the, the, from the gang. Mm. and says just you wait and see I'm going to make the best restaurant out there yeah. right? but what that boils down to is him coming out of his home kitchen with mm. like a, a you know a, 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 let's say a, like a, a lobster with a re- oregano on it <laughs> and going like this is my new it's so cool man yeah like I was I was reading in the I was reading in the like the French 
food papers. Mm. This is what is absolutely the thing. This is a la mode. This is a la mode right now. Yeah. And, um, and, and this is a la mode right now, yeah. as in like it's in right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. This is of the now right now. Uh, this is of the moment at the moment. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, yeah, this is really, this is really in. And of course, nobody in Stoke wants it. No. No. Who in Stoke has ever even seen a lobster? Yeah. Yeah. Landlocked Stoke. Um, no uh, lobsters go up the River Trent. They're exa- not allowed. Exactly. After the treaty. After the treaty. Of, <laughs> the treaty of, of pincers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which so, uh, which old old man Jack fought in. He did fight. He did fought in the battle that led up to the treaty of pincers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, like, yeah, he's not doing very well. No. At which point, like, the, uh, I think just before he has to like. Because, right, this is the thing about Jack Fumbus, right? <laughs> yeah, Dumbus. Jack Dumbus. Jack Dumbus, yeah. He, um, the reason he had to work so much was because his aunt, who he was living with, who was a, a chef, yeah. has unfortunately died oh, a while no. back. So he's got all the money. So he will, no, he, her. like, he, he, her money went to her children, who, yeah. live, who live in Paris. Oh. So... Like, he's just... He's, he's, he's got on his nothing. Own. Yeah. He's on his own, he's got nothing. So, like, his friends, recognising this, mm. put on a little show... Yeah, in the front to, in the front yard to try and attract people to his to his to lob- raise money lobster oregano uh, restaurant. Yeah, he's got in a, in a tent in the front of his, in his and, house. And you know, and you know what he says, Tom Felton. Yeah, you know what? I just can't get enough of this lobster. Exactly. I just can't get enough. I just can't get oh, enough. Oh, and then they're, and all, then, they're uh, all sat there with keyboards. And and uh, people are like, oh my god, where is that heavenly noise coming? Heavenly but droll noise coming from. <laughs> <laughs> I must go over to see this band. And he's like, I'm selling lobsters. Yeah. Yeah, your own personal <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Enjoy the slices. Yeah. 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 Got yeah. that. Classics. Uh, yeah. All the Depeche Mode All songs. All the Depeche Mode songs get yeah. made on that very night. Yeah. Um and uh, <laughs> like like the legend of the Phoenix. Yeah. And what they realise is that, you know, like try and it, it, it wasn't, you know, your own personal pizza. Yeah. That comes a little bit later when they realise that that's when they can actually get the people in of Stoke in there because they he's being himself at that point not trying to follow trends yeah right he's making he's like all right i can't make many songs about lobsters but what i can make songs about is you know, i've got this idea for a song your own personal pizza yeah um i feel like if we just bake that in you know we can make that we can make that the, the thing yeah of this, this, of this restaurant and then some uh, record company executive comes yeah. in, played by uh, Sir Hugo Weaving, dressed as Agent Smith. Yep. Who turns up and goes, "Hmm, I really like the music. I just don't like the subject matter. <laughs> what if we change it? What if we put it, inject a little bit of God?" <laughs> And when, and he, when, he, when he says God, yeah. the camera zooms into his mouth 
God. Just just <laughs> crashes you, yeah, crash into his mouth. This is this goes from a wide angle, so like yeah. his full body to his just his mouth, like his teeth cover the screen. Yeah. God. Yeah. And we see spittle fly off everywhere. Exactly. I like that shot. That's a good yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah. Um it, it shows how intense he is. Because yeah. uh, he's a God fearing American. Yeah. Um and uh, I think he just he just happens to be in Stoke on Trent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's heard about this all singing yeah. restaurant. Yeah, and it's uh, on the lawn of this random house in, in Stoke. And he makes a deal. He is the devil. Yeah. Oh, he is. He is the devil. Right. Um, and I, I, I think he's. He says, "You, in order to make money and fame and glory, you've got to give up the cooking." <laughs> okay. And uh, and so Depeche Mode. They sign apart from Tom Felton, uh, Jack Fubbins, uh, yes. Jack Dum- Dumbus, yeah, um, who who does a bit of soul searching. Yeah, he he goes off on like a montage where he, he starts looking around and and looks at all the all the Stoke monuments. Yes, and goes, where am I from? Uh, the the yeah the the uh, pottery workshop. Yeah, the uh, the the River Trent. Yeah, the River Trent. You know that it uh, leads on the the shopping centre. Yeah, the the really big skate park. Really big skate park. They've got there. Yeah, they've got there. Uh, Fun fact about Depeche Mode: none of the band members have any body hair aside from their eyebrows because they use them to emote. I see. Just a fact. Just a fun fact. Just a fun fact. Mm. Completely irrelevant. For it's been in my head for ages. That. Like I just wanted to, fr- I just wanted to see if there was a plot relevant bit that needed to be in there, but it didn't, never turned up. Never turned up. So mm. I was like, I'm just gonna throw this out there, <laughs> apropos of nothing, apart from the fact that we're talking about Depeche Mode. Yeah, he's in the bath, as we can see. He's got no body hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. He's got no body hair. <laughs> there we go. We can throw that scene in. And uh, he's like, <laughs> with it, with, like someone asks him at the time, uh, 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 a romantic paramour of some kind. Um, Hayley Williams. Hayley Williams says from Paramore. Uh, from pa- Paramore says, yeah. "Why don't you have any body hair?" And he's like, "I just hate body hair. <laughs> I hate my own body hair. I hate other people's body hair. I wouldn't have eyebrows if it didn't. If if we had, I hadn't had so many arguments when I shaved them off. Because um, people thought I wasn't angry. Yeah, when I, when I, mean, I was. was angry, or people thought I wasn't happy, and that yeah. you know, I just couldn't communicate properly. People just thought I was surprised. So I just spend." You know, I only spend about one to two hours a day raging at my own eyebrows, but it's, mm. you know, it's a small price to pay to be communicative. Yeah, and this is this is where he writes a, an acoustic track called "Raging at My Eyebrows," yeah. which is, as we all know, their most famous track. Their most famous track. Yeah. Yeah. How does it go? He goes raging at my eyebrows all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, wow, it's it, like I'm I'm surprised we're not. Like we're not going to get sued for that. We'll get this taken down because that was that was so Depeche Mode. Yeah, yeah. That was that was <laughs> it was like we put it on the soundtrack. Yeah, you know? but it is. Is it, it? Tom Felton does sing that one. For the, he, does, for the he does. It's like Rocket Man. It's about it's about half an hour of the movie he yeah. sings that yeah. because that's how long the song is. <laughs> I love how Haley Williams is in this one scene in the bath. No, she, she can be in the rest. Some of it, if you want. I don't know. I, I, I really. I, right. 
in in the writers just a room. For it's just a cameo. I love how in the writers room for this for this film, there's there's you and a bunch of other people. I yeah. come in and go. They they've got to have a scene where there's nobody here, <laughs> <laughs> and he mentions it. <laughs> I think I think it's. It's him in the bath, yeah. and Hayley Williams is sat on the toilet next to it. Yeah. And um, she just, like, reading the paper. Yeah. <laughs> she just, she just puts the paper down, and he's like, what's up, love? And she just like... Why haven't you got anybody? Yeah. Why haven't you got anybody? Yeah. <laughs> It's like they've got married now as well. They've been married okay. for for a while sure. as well uh, before before all this kicked off. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's where he just I hate. It goes on this like Oscar worthy rant yeah. about the concept of body hair. Yeah, um, and he goes on to like say like how swimmers don't have any of it yeah. because it keeps them aerodynamic. Yeah. in the water, but also stops them being disgusting. Yeah, 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 and and most of all. It's the filth. Yeah. It's what he says. He hates the idea of a bit of filth getting trapped in a body hair. Yeah. Which is why he washes his eyebrows fastidiously. Yeah. And, and yeah, she's just like, all right, well, I want a divorce. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, and... and she she pulls down the newspaper and she's got the papers already there. <laughs> yeah, he signs them in the yeah, bath. signs them in the bathtub. And that's the end of the, that's the end of that. Well, scene. like he doesn't have a pen. He's like, I've not I've not got a pen, love. She was like, oh, you can just I've got a pen. You can just prick your finger and sign it in blood. <laughs> so that scene happens. Yeah, yeah. I leave the writers' room at this point. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's a weird thing to bring to the table. Uh, thanks. Like we've got to have this in. Yeah. I had a dream, lads. I had a dream. So I think the movie ends uh, <laughs> with with them stepping taking the stage for the first time. <laughs> like we have, on, we on have discussed hardly any food in this movie. <laughs> Listen, it only they got famous because of their restaurant. Yeah, there's going to be a bit where they're like starting to head out on like they out on tour. Yeah, but Tom Felton's like, but my my true passion is food. Yeah, he he also signs with the same prick on his finger. Yeah. He signs the the deal to join Depeche Mode and go yeah. on tour and stuff like yeah. that. And then at some point they just realise, oh, we've not. <laughs> you don't get to cook for our audiences anymore. Well, what's um, what's the other band? It's uh, it's what's his name from uh, One Direction that's in movies. Oh, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. He's in the bath. Yeah. Also, no body hair. Yeah. Tom Felton's sat on the loo. Yeah. And and just puts the baby down and goes, "I miss making food for my audience." Yeah. I and miss- so and so the the last <laughs> scene is where he tries. Of an ill-fated mm-hmm. um, concert, an arena concert, because that's what they're playing now. They're yeah. famous now. He tries to cook for the entire concert. <laughs> he like goes up on stage, but the thing is, right? He's got this. He's paid all of his money that he's made this far, right? He's paid into this one arena, which he's fitted out with an industrial-sized kitchen. Yeah. Right? And he's there running up and down the kitchen, like trying to get to yeah. very, trying to get to like, oh shit, turn flip that over. Alright, turn that on. Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle salt. Like play that up. Go, 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 go. And this is all before they go out on stage, right? Yeah. 
But then it's stuck, like, it, it's all going wrong. And then we cut away to the rest of the band getting ready to go out on stage. Yeah. And then we, the, the rest of the band are all, like, putting putting their wig on, because she's no, no, no hair, and um, uh, putting their eyebrow wigs on and, and, and that sort of thing. Getting ready. Yeah. Putting their Mad Max leather jackets on and, yep. and, and, and their harnesses. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and getting their instruments ready. And then they, then they step out on stage and then there's silence because there's only three of them. Mm. Right? Because they're, Tom Felton's not there. They're enjoying the silence though. And then you see this plume of smoke from behind. They are enjoying the silence. Yeah. And then they... Um, and th- that's when they write the song. They're trying to keep them entertained. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, and then... Um, they see this plume of smoke from behind and then Tom Felton explodes out of these doors a la like stars in your eyes sort yeah. of thing right um, where like it opens this these swinging doors these swinging kitchen doors that are at the back of the stage yeah. plume of smoke follows him out and he comes out staggering holding a haunch of meat which is burnt to a crisp <laughs> crying his, his mascara running yeah. down his face and he drops to his knees and just presents to this <laughs> audience yeah. all he's got. Everything else is ruined. All he's got is this half-burnt haunch of meat. Yeah, and in the crowd, we cut well, we cut to him looking in the crowd and there's old man... Uh, what's his name? Uh, old man Pete. Old man Pete. Yeah. He's just smiling and nodding and going, Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> He's he's failed to feed the arena full of people. But he lived his dream. He lived his dream. He lived his dream. Did did, did old uh, Jack Dumbus? Yep. Who who else is in Depeche Mode? It's uh, it's uh, Tom Felton, Harry Styles. Yeah, Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton, and because uh, we know he can sing. Yeah, uh, and um, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, because of he course. he plays an instrument in the he, Scott Pilgrim he's movie. One day played an instrument. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, he plays um, Josiah Wedgwood. Cool. The one guy from yeah, the the, the one, that that one person that I that I can still remember the name of. <laughs> so that was a la Depeche Mode. That was a la Depeche Mode. A very accurate biopic of the formation and rise to fame of Depeche Mode. Yeah, I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna go and correct their Wikipedia page. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, feel with, free feel free with, to do that with what we've said today because yes. it's all correct it's all definitely we've we've fact checked this we've we've done the interviews we've got all the behind the scenes footage of yeah. of all the interviews with the band we just chose to delete it yep yeah we just didn't want that to be yours that's ours so uh, if you have enjoyed that movie yeah uh, then then please uh, don't hesitate to send it to your Depeche Mode fan friends <laughs> they're gonna love it um, yes uh, if you if you enjoyed that please um please do share it around that is uh, what we uh, what we do encourage you to do because we don't have a um, we don't have a marketing budget mm. we just have you um, and so uh, anything you can do to spread it around is really helpful um, but of course if you um, don't want to do that so publicly you can always go over to uh, patreon.com forward slash lives of pitch podcast where you can get bonus content you get a bonus pitch every week if you sign up at the five dollar tier which is to say giving us a little bit of money uh, not very much uh, a minimum of a dollar which is a very small amount of money yeah. each month um, to, to just help the podcast out well you get to vote on the genre for a dollar each month 
you do indeed. So you could have you could have voted for for the other genres on 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 the poll. Yes. Uh, if you signed up for the one dollar tier. Indeed, and quite a lot of people voted this. Like seven people. Yes, it was quite a few votes. Yeah. It's getting hot out there, so get yeah. your get your votes in as well. Um, and uh, you, of course, let's not forget the most important part of being a, a patron. Of course. Which is to say. Um, you get to uh, you get to have your name, your real, actual name, read out mm. on the podcast. And what names they are, Tom? And what <laughs> names they are? They are Brandon Spanky Mills. The time radiation seems to be causing rapid growth in the young dragons. McBiscuit seems that we're able to follow the team's actions in the past through what boffins are calling podcast echoes. Jeremy L. Kyam, Stephen D. Thomas, Eldar Death Squad, all up in your business. Pew pew. You dead. Fingers to hand. Trime, prime, strime. The timeulator seems to have sent the name jumbling haywire. Everything's turning into time. James Delaney. Brames D. Time Kyam. The, the tusk hip bone has grown to the size of Newcastle and is eating a whole Glasgow. Brent Black. I didn't ask answer the call fast enough. Now the entire discography of Enya is just a ghostly voice saying 400 over and over again. Things are getting bad almost as all things have palled. We, m we might need to call on somebody else. Frankly, this name thing is getting a little silly. We need more normal names like Joseph Hegarty. It's it's too late, little Pentvis Junior. Paulvin is becoming the horizon. Take the bisques down into the basement and don't come out until episode 400. It is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. He doesn't know about Christian dubstep. We almost have a complete Bisque Vengers team, but assembling it took so many weeks that we've forgotten our mission statement. Alex NSFW. A bit of a good, good news, bad news situation. Harvesting Carl's bone marrow didn't help us solve enjambulation, but it's lovely on a thick slice of brie. Nikki H. I had to make a second Patreon account just to participate in this stupid ARG. Bye, Felix. You've done it, Davey. Now we're logged into the podcast mainframe. We can send warnings to the pre-400 era. Riley! Matt, I just got us on SoundCloud, but at this point in time, Spotify hasn't become the mainstream become main Matt I just got us on SoundCloud but at this point in time Spotify hasn't become mainstream as a platform for podcasts I do have a pretty good feeling about iTunes though Captain Eden the Queer Buccaneer something something time bisque Eldar murder troop Tom SoundCloud is never going to last get us on iTunes immediately that platform is as immortal as Steve Jobs who is currently alive in this time stream so thank you to all those people thank you to all those people and uh, yeah if you want your name read out or just something read out in that list yeah yeah whatever whatever your personal bugbear is we'll read it out um <laughs> go to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast and give as little as one dollar a month so we end the show as we always do with the yes very clever award which is the award we give out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title and uh, just had a bit of fun with it yeah um, and that is from fingers to hand who's given us too hungry for hippos too hungry for him i like that yeah and that gives me an idea actually we should do toys and board games and yes movies soon yes definitely we definitely should so until next week i've been tom mcgrath i've been matt turner and i've been hungry remember who pitched it <laughs>